do I need these objects? Like, do I need an actual, like, is, is it doable to yeah. not have these things? And if these things are causing you, like, anxiety or, like, you don't feel right living a normal life, then don't live a normal life. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to Shadow Work Podcast. I'm your host and my name is Matt. I started this podcast for two reasons. One, because I think we need a counter narrative to the one being fed to us by society about what it's like to live as an artist. We're constantly told that artists live poor, lonely, miserable lives. And that narrative has kept me from pursuing my dreams for a huge chunk of my life. Which is why now I want to do whatever I can to change that narrative. To give us back faith that what we're doing as artists is really just following our soul's true calling. And that doing what makes us happy is not spoiled, but actually will allow us to bring inspiration and joy to other people. My second reason for doing this podcast is to create a community. A lot of us don't have a group of artists around us that we can reach out to for support and encouragement when we're struggling, or even just someone who can say, you know what, I've been there too, when we're in a rut or just blocked in any kind of way. So by having open and honest conversations with artists about what it's really like, about the ups and the downs, I hope to bring this sense of community to artists or creatives who really need to hear these conversations. I'll be asking the people I interview how they've overcome their blocks, how they've raised their self-worth, and how they manage to stay sane and productive in their creative lives. So if you know anyone who might benefit from hearing these conversations, please share it with them. And if you feel like it, give us a five-star review. It really helps other people find the podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. So I guess I just wanted to ask you if you can introduce yourself just for the people listening who don't know you. Sure. All right. My name is Matt Crabe. I'm a visual artist. I am currently traveling. I was living in New Jersey for a long time. I was born in New Jersey. I'm in Texas now. But you're staying in Texas for a while, or, or are you moving from there soon? Or? Uh, well, I'm, like my friend has a lot of land out here, so I'm kind of setting up a studio out here. Mm -hmm. And then I plan okay. to get like a van or something and kind of travel around as I typically do different events. Uh, I do a lot of book fairs. I make my, my drawings and paintings into books. Yeah. So I'm doing the L LA art book fair in April uh -huh. with printed matter. So I'm going to that, but I'm kind of just trying to be a little freer. Uh, just go wherever the hell I want. For me, I'm definitely very, like if I'm stuck in a place for too long, I get like extremely depressed. I really need to move and see new stuff. I feel like it helps me a lot. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing if I'm running from shit, but I know the feeling is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you're not running, you're just exploring. You're trying right. To like, well, maybe you are. <laughs> maybe you're trying to I was in, uh, oh yeah, I always lived in New Jersey. I was in, um, I had been in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And I was mm -hmm. kind of like did my artwork and then had something else. So I was like bartending down there for a few years. Yeah. And um, I kind of stopped working at one bar and I was working less. I started doing my, focusing on my artwork more. And I was like, well, I can't, is there a way I can just do this? And then I kind of just, the more I put into it, the more successful I was at it. And I'm like, I could support myself doing this. Like, yeah. So I kind of just figured out what I had to do to do that all the time, which is yeah. now what I'm doing. But also, I had to like I had an ex in as <laughs> I was like in the same town with her. It was kind of you know getting ah, tense okay. sometimes. But, yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah. Did you have any fear about that at all? Like doing it full time? Uh, strangely, no. I don't know. I think I had a bunch. I had money saved, and yeah. I was kind of like I had. I thought about it for years. Like I'm like I just want to travel. Like every time I travel, I don't want to come back. So mm -hmm. I was like, why don't I just I just just do this? It's gonna make me happier. So I I had well, I have money saved, and I was kind of like, well, what's stopping me? So I had I just had objects. I had stuff. I have a lot of stuff. So I was like, yeah. well, I don't. I could just get rid of it. I could sell it. So I got yeah. rid of like most of most of everything I owned. So I just kept my my paintings, my drawings, like a small amount of books, some T-shirts, and that was it. And I don't I didn't miss anything too. And I had like my what I had I had in storage in New Jersey, and I was traveling around a little bit. And I was in Philly for like a month uh, mm -hmm. working on some projects, and I like didn't miss anything. Like I had like just a backpack and a duffel bag, and I was like I don't yeah. I don't miss any of these objects. I Yeah. I don't. I don't need them. I don't like. I didn't need all that stuff. Just because you like something doesn't mean you have to own it. Right. You know? Definitely having freedom financially, but also I guess from your stuff is is super important. I'm just thinking because when I when I took the I made the jump. Like I had a I had a full time job, and then I went down to like four days a week, three days a week. In the end, I had I had like two days a week. It was ridiculous, right? <laughs> But yeah. it just took me such a long time to sort of, because I was so afraid of leaving like normal society behind and just being like, fuck it, I'm just going to do me, right? So it wasn't even like a financial thing for me. It was something like some clause of society holding me back, telling me this is dangerous, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you're expected, you just kind of, you're so used to living a certain way that, Yeah. Once, you just have to kind of step back and be like, well, do I have to live that way? Do I need these objects? Like, do I need an actual, like, is, is it doable to yeah. not have these things? And if these things are causing you, like, anxiety or, like, you don't feel right living a normal life, then don't live a normal life. <laughs> exactly. Just figure, but I figure just, it out. I'm just, yeah, but how did, how did you find the courage, you know? Because I feel like it's one thing to say that, you know, and another thing to really... To just live it, I think it's. I think so many people want to live that life, but they they have fear, right? But I guess I mean, yeah, I guess so. I guess it's a fear thing. But any letting go is just just do it. You just have to do it. If you're, if you're, th <laughs> yeah. if you're thinking about if you're thinking about these things all the time, and like this is what's making you unhappy, or this is what's holding you back, or like you have to give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you know, but you always land on your feet in some way. I mean, that's what I find. But yeah, it's just it always works out. Like even when you're counting like your money to pay rent, then it's at some point you just have enough, I guess. So yeah, well, I got rid of my rent, so I didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, that's pretty right. cool. Right. So, <laughs> and how long ago is it that you that you did that? I like sold everything and left on Friday the thirteenth in December. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good yeah, date. I, I was going to leave later, and I was like, oh, there's a Friday the 13th. Like, that's probably good luck. So, <laughs> so, so far, that's it has cool. been. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I mean, I'm not superstitious anyway. But. No, okay. But still. <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded fun. It sounded like a fun yeah. day to start it. And, and a date you'll remember, you know? That's cool, too. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of why I did it, too. So people were like, yeah. well, how long have you been out here? I'll have like I'll remember that day. Yeah, but so how do you work? Do you work digitally? Are you or are both or what? 
I do both. Um, I'll use a tablet to set up paintings, like set up my compositions, and I'll either mm -hmm. project things or uh, print things out to kind of like make a composition. Um, but a lot of designs, like if I'm doing a t-shirt or a sticker, I'll just usually do it digitally. Yeah. I don't mind. I know a lot of people talk shit on like digital media. I kind of look at it just like it's at some at one point you were scraping something in a cave wall with a rock and somebody made a paintbrush, you know? So that's what yeah. a, an, like an iPad is. It's like a, it's just a tool. It's a tool totally, to save you totally. time. It's a tool to, yeah, it's, it's not how you're making something. It's what you're making and what you're saying with that piece. Like it doesn't matter exactly. how you make it. Exactly. I mean, no, I think you're so right. It's just like, actually, I was only asking because when you're traveling, I'm traveling and the iPad helps me really to travel because before when I used to work on paper, I had to sort of, find a scanner and, you know, have a computer and now I just need the iPad. And so, yeah, it saves me time. It allows me to be super flexible and where I go. So, and I think like most people who, who are, who are like working creatively, they, they know that whatever they make on the iPad, they could make it on a wall or, you yeah, know, whatever. So, yeah. So it's, it's not really that it's kind of, some people think it's fake or something. I think that's just, that's a, an irrelevant discussion, I think. So, um, okay. But so, what are what are you what are you into right now? Are you working on something special or? Oh, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I like I had a store, like an online store. So I'll make like T-shirts and zines and things like that. And I had yeah. the, I, I sold all the stuff I had. Now I have to make all new stuff. So I'm <laughs> so I'm making. <laughs> Instead of like just getting the same shirts reprinted or whatever, I'm like I always have this. I'm always compelled to like create something else. I mean, I have like notebooks full of ideas, so I don't, I don't want them to just sit there. So yeah. right now I'm making, I'm working on all different types of merchandise, and I'm also making, um, I'm painting on wood right now a lot. So I've been doing uh -huh. these pieces where I cut out shapes, um, sort of like so they're like halfway painting, halfway sculpture. Yeah. Um, and what I'm about to work on. I gotta go to Home Depot, but I need and I get some wood. But I, I used to make these um, like the old Halloween decorations that are articulated. I used to make my own decorations made out of paper. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna make giant wooden versions of those, like six foot, eight foot tall figures. And I'm gonna nice. start working on that. But now I have a uh, like a bigger workshop area. So I have access to tools and like space. So all these oh, bigger amazing. pieces. Yeah, yeah, all these bigger pieces I had ideas for. I'm like, oh, I can just make that now. So yeah. I'm getting started on that. So and how how do you feel about when you go up in size, like when you scale up from doing smaller stuff? Oh, I love bigger work because you can kind of it's a, anything that can be viewed at different distances. So if you're yeah. close to a piece, you see brush strokes, you see layers of paint. But if you're far away from it, you see like just the regular composition. I love that you can. I, I've done like mural work and things like that before too. Yeah. I just love pieces that you can that can be viewed from different. Uh, distances so i'm excited yeah <laughs> yeah so definitely me too i mean i i think i got so much from doing i started doing murals like i think three years ago and it changed like everything else that i do just because well because it had to be sort of fast and it had to be viewed yeah in a few seconds right people don't have a lot of time to spend on your mural right so yeah, I, way, I, feel, I feel like I paint faster if I paint bigger. So I'm painting yeah. like you're, you're painting with your body instead of just your hand. If you're doing, exactly. I'm doing a pen and ink illustration. I'd be very careful. I can't mess anything up. So, exactly. But if it's, if it's large, I can kind of be looser with it. Yeah. How do you feel about that? That 
sort of how can you say it from being like very tight and strict with yourself and then to loosening up more because your stuff is very tight in a way or like detailed right and yeah i make way too many marks no it's i mean it's fucking beautiful because i used to do that a lot and then i kind of stopped because in the end my hand wouldn't i was just like i can't make any more small lines on I won't, my hand wouldn't do it anymore. <laughs> so I kind of had to stop. Yeah, I'm lucky. Like, I don't have any hand problems or anything like that somehow. But I, yeah, I'm also yeah. Like, cross hatching things like crazy. But, but yeah. painting bigger too is like painting physically, like moving around if you're doing a mural or something. It's like, I mean, you're, you're kind of exercising. It's a lot more like you feel better <laughs> like painting yeah. that way. Painting yeah, and plus you're outside most of the time too. So that's. Yeah, you're not driving yourself as crazy. Yeah, not, exactly. And you're not manager. sitting staring on a screen and just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I need to get out and paint again soon. I feel it. <laughs> yeah, it's good for you. It's good for yeah, it is. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Painted, good for the soul. Like. <laughs> yeah, I did a project in Asbury Park where I did like these, um, those old like carnival cutouts where you do a painting and it has a hole in it. So when you put your face through on the other side, you oh, become yeah. the figure. I did like a series of those. I got to paint them in this, um, it was called, they called the Carousel Building. It was an abandoned building in Asbury that do um, art projects in. And I had like the whole back of the building, this giant, like dirty ass abandoned space to like as my studio for like a couple months. Oh. And it was such a nice space uh, to work. It was like right by the ocean. So you could like kind of hear the water, but you couldn't see it. Uh -huh. I'd bring my speaker in there, it would echo all crazy. Oh, um, it was just like a real peaceful space to be in. I don't mind yeah. like sitting sitting in the dirt and painting, but so it was yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know, me too. I love it actually. It's like the best when you come home and you're completely full of dirt and paint and just like been out there being rough. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I like about like now I'm doing the woodworking stuff. It's like I have sawdust all over me. I'm like covered in paint. I'm rubbing my arm through the paint, all messed up. That's yeah. fun. I like I grew up skateboarding, so like I'm, I'm ah, used okay. to like I'm used to like doing something creative that's like physically demanding and you're yeah. just getting filthy and you're like cutting yourself open and you have bullet all over you, you know, like it's just, and just loving it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm like into that. It's like, a, it's for me, it's a positive thing to be definitely. Yeah. And, and like yeah. fucked up and gross. It's like, yeah. Yeah. But it's weird. Me, me too. <laughs> makes me feel nice. And so how did you like, did you grow up around what were your parents, any kind of artistic or, not really. My dad could draw. I have like one of his sketchbooks where he drew a bunch of cowboys, but he never okay. did anything with it. Okay. And my mom's just like a nurse. He's not like super creative. My sisters are pretty creative. My one's sister's a pastry chef. My other one's a photographer. Oh, okay. Nice. And so, so how did you get into, into it? I guess. Well, my older sister is Stephanie. Is a photographer, and um, mm -hmm. I kind of I learned a lot of things from her. Like she showed me like punk music and just any this cool shit I'm still into and yeah. uh, I kind of took after her a lot so she did photography and I was like I'm interested in this so I had my own take on it I was lucky to have a high school I kind of I grew up kind of in the woods but it was like okay. I grew up in this town called Bud Lake New Jersey which is kind of a little little hillbilly um, but we were connected to another town called Flanders which was nicer so I like I went to a nicer high school um, and they had a photography program so I was able to do this stuff in high school which was cool then um, yeah. I went to college for photography. I really enjoyed the darkroom process, so I was doing things with negatives. I was like almost painting in a way, 
like I would sandwich yeah. negatives. I would make screens. I would like do all kinds of things with chemicals. So each print was unique. Um, mm-hmm. But towards the end of my schooling, like it just kind of became digit more digital, and I didn't like that. I didn't want to like sit at a computer at the time. I enjoyed like the darkroom process and like the physical nature of it. So mm-hmm. I kind of I didn't do anything for like a long time. I kind of didn't do photography. I was kind of a bum for like <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and then I was just like drinking too much. I was kind of a wreck. This was like yeah. my early 20s, and um, I actually got a job as an exterminator, and I was like making good money. And then like I don't remember what happened, but like I just had all this money. I didn't know what to do with it, <laughs> so I started <laughs> buying. I started buying like art books. Oh, okay. For some reason, I mean, I mean, I was still interested in art. I just didn't practice. I didn't really do anything. So mm-hmm. I started getting all these books about painters. I bought like a, a big Joe Coleman book. Got more like con- weird comicy kind of stuff. And I was more interested in it. And then I kind of, when I was out at the bar, I started drawing on napkins. So I I had a Sharpie marker and I started just sketching on napkins. Not very good drawings. Because I kind of picked up where I left off as a child. Because I didn't, I did did photography stuff. So I wasn't really uh, practicing like illustration or painting or anything. So I kind of evolved from that. And then I just got into it and I started drawing more. And then I started making zines. I started photocopying everything. You know, again, yeah. not very, good, not very good, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it progressed. Um, I just kind of went from there. I just enjoyed like being able to make multiples, like make prints and make zines, and hand them out to people and share them with people. And I just yeah, wanted to get better. So, and how did you make the scenes? Like, how did you did you distribute them out, or did you sell them, or just give them out, or? Or so I just give give them out, and then I found out. I think maybe Brooklyn. There was like Brooklyn Zine Fest or something, or you know where like uh, it was that. And then uh, Desert Island is this really great comic shop in New- in Brooklyn. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of found out. I went in there looking at some stuff, and found out you could just drop your things off. So I brought some zines there. Next mm-hmm. time I went back, uh, Gabe, the owner of Desert Island, was like, "Hey, all your stuff sold. Bring me more stuff." I was like, yes. "All right." And then I've been bringing stuff there now for over ten years. But I like once That's I amazing. started to find. Yeah, once I found my audience, and I was like, "Oh, people like this shit." Like, I mean, yeah. I'll keep making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think it's really important to have that those kind of um, encouragements, like in the beginning, that somebody that you're not just like drawing for yourself and in your own walls and like, but that you do have a little audience somewhere. I mean, I did the same kind of. I had a little gallery, and every time I would bring them drawings, they would they would get like straight to the shop window and. It would just be nice, like it was an illustrator gallery, and there wasn't a lot of them around at that time. It was mostly like high art, so this was kind of a place to get in and get your stuff seen and and sell it too, which was like, I think it really kind of got me on the right track of being like, okay, this is this could be you know a possibility along the way. So yeah, this is like, I mean, I'm dropping stuff. This is you know way before Instagram, so you don't know yeah the people like this. And it's like the only way you know people like it is like, oh, I sold some zines. I guess yeah. people like this wild stuff. Who are these people? And then you, yeah. now you know, now you, now you know who they are. But it's yeah, kind of very mysterious. I I really miss that about like artwork and music. Like not knowing like who the fuck made this shit. Like this is crazy. And then like kind of like the the image of the person in your mind, yeah. like how insane this person must be. Yeah. Now you realize like these people aren't that nuts. It's kind of, <laughs> which is you know, which is which is the truth. But it's a little like the, the I miss the mystique and like the mis, like 
having this image of like this person has got to be out of their mind. This person must look yeah. really crazy. And some, then, yeah, some of them are, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> some people have to be crazy, right? Some of us has to like, yeah, carry that stick. <laughs> I guess I'm crazy technically. I mean, by certain standards, by somebody's standard, I'm completely insane. But I feel pretty yeah. normal. <laughs> you you seem pretty normal, I'd say. Yeah, well, I mean, and yeah, not a lot okay. of people are fulfilled, I guess. I mean, that's maybe the thing. I don't no, know. You have to, I mean, you have to, like, you just have to listen to yourself. Like, if you're not, as soon as, like I was talking about earlier, as soon as I just sold all my shit, I was, all this stuff I'd accumulated, like, throughout my life, I'm just selling it and getting rid of it. And it didn't, making, this makes me happy. It's like, get rid of the more things I got rid of, I was like, this is great. Because it's getting yeah. me towards, like, this thing I've always wanted to do. So you just have to listen to yourself and figure out how to I, yeah how i mean i rest. think it, it, that that thing happened for me like it's like a lot during meditation because my it was like a guided meditation and the guy kept asking like what does your soul want what does your soul want and i kept being like i want to be an artist you know <laughs> and and at the same time like all the society programming was telling me like no you can't do that that's dangerous that's fucked up you can't make a living like that you know so subjective i mean making a living yeah. is like oh you're successful what if you don't want to live a traditional life like i don't particularly want a family i don't want yeah. a house like these aren't the things i want i don't need these things these things like make me feel kind of trapped so mm -hmm. i'm not going to try to do that what what makes me happy is working on a painting stepping back when it's done and looking at it and mm. kind of being yeah. able to put my ideas into motion like that's what's going to make me feel fulfilled that's, so that's fucking amazing that's and how did figure, you, how did you figure, figure that out <laughs> It's just you have to listen to yourself. Like, what do you what do you want? And then you have to yeah. figure out the closest you can come to that thing. Yeah. Which yeah, sounds just easy. Sounds easy, but it. it's not. <laughs> no, it's it, that's the thing. That's what I found out. It's not. It's not really easy. <laughs> yeah, but when you it. finally do it, it's so fucking liberating and amazing. And just yeah, I think the more people we can get to sort of do that, what what their soul is asking them to do and what they're here to do, the better world will be, you know, I think so. Yeah. But it also shouldn't be easy. Because then your work probably wouldn't be very good. I think you, oh, you think I so? think you need I mean you definitely need challenges to Yeah. Uh, like develop your personal your personality <laughs> and your view on the world. Like you need to get into the shit. Like you need to be shit on by the world to mm. interpret it correctly. Okay. And did that happen to you? Like in what way? Oh, I, yeah, I, guess. I don't know how far I don't know how far I want to get into that, but yeah, just um, okay. Yeah, I mean, just being in like shitty situations or it builds character. You know? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, well, we were kind of I, before I went on my trip. I took two weeks and I visited. I stayed with my one sister for a week, and I stayed with my mom and my other sister for another week. And while I was, I was kind of in the town I grew up in, and I was um, just talking to a lot of people I grew up with. And then actually in Texas, I'm staying with my friend Josh, who I grew up with. And we were just telling, you know, you talk about your growing up, your childhood, and all the wild experiences you had. Mm -hmm. And we're, like, talking about it. And I'm like, we lived pretty lawless when we were, like, teenagers. And we are just talking about how crazy things, like, just the level of insanity, like, looking back at it as an adult. Things, yeah. like, as a child, like ways adults would talk to you or treat you or things weird things you would see and we're like this is yeah. kind of insane and we were like kind of not really guided <laughs> too well um at least just saw some crazy shit and then you think about it and you're like well that really made us 
and we're not like totally fucked up, which is kind of amazing. Yeah, um, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, luckily we were smart enough to be like learn from those wild experiences and navigate them correctly without dying or going to prison. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's it's really lucky. I have the same feeling when I look back. I'm like, fuck, I didn't die. That's amazing. I. Yeah, I I landed on my fucking feet. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just yeah. from being alive, you owe it to yourself too. You know, you made it this far, so you should try to do as close as possible as what you what you want to do to make yourself feel fulfilled. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so um, and I wanna I wanna ask you about how you developed your style. How yeah. did it start, and did it shift at any point? And I guess, like when I first started drawing again, it kind of looked like I don't like these earlier drawings I did, but I guess the it looked very like '90s ish, mm-hmm. like sort of like '90s graffiti looking kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I guess, but that was just like a style people were drawing at the time when I started drawing. The things I was looking at, I was like, oh, this kind of looks like this. Let me try this. Um, but eventually I was like, I don't like this style at all. <laughs> but I mean, I think I saw you know, my dad had like some old EC comics and like just underground stuff, you know, like the, um, like zap comics, like R Chrome and all that stuff. I yes. saw that pretty early on. And I think that had an impression on me. And then when I started buying all the art books, I was just looking for anything that was, this is really intense, just intense, wild stuff. So like yeah. either sexually intense, violent kind of stuff. I was like just kind of attracted to the things that were like when you looked at them, you were like, "Whoa!" So I was just yeah. trying to emulate emulate that feeling of intensity, which I still try mm-hmm. to do. I try to like just as far as style. I mean, I always try different stuff. So I don't some stuff you kind of look at it and know it's mine. I draw things for people all the time that don't look anything like I would draw. Yeah, it's kind of important. It's important to me to like explore other techniques, and it's. It's fun. I mean, it's like yeah. not people don't like that. I guess it's not like a good way to be successful. Is like keep changing what you're doing too much. I don't know. I mean, because that's that's what they want us to not do, right? I mean, it's always I'm always talking about that. I think it's kind of systemic with Instagram that everybody has to keep doing the same thing and having a like a unified feed and all of that. And I think it's total bullshit. And I think actually, I think it's it's harming for artists to oh, to stay in the same in the same all the time because it's boring and we need to have fun, right? I mean, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I try to avoid. I try to keep myself in a position where I don't get roped into that. But you see that especially with like tattooing. You'll see like a tattooer who did a really cool tiger head or something, and yeah. then you'll keep seeing. They'll then they'll get stuck. If they do yeah. something that's too good, people come will come in with their phone and be like, "Hey, I want something like this." They're like, oh, I guess I got to do another tiger head. Exactly. And, and then you're like sitting the there is, and, yeah. yeah, and your soul is crumbling. Like, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, you get stuck. Because, yeah. like, the average person isn't that creative. So they're not going to, like, come in with some wild-ass idea. They're going to come look at the Instagram and be like, I need that yeah. thing that the other person had. Do you have people getting, like, celebrity tattoos? Like, whatever tattoo. Like, Rihanna will get a tattoo. And then the next day, he'll put on Instagram the next day, like, how many hundreds of people have that same tattoo in the same spot? Oh, damn. I didn't know that that's even a thing. But. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's nuts. People okay, will just that's get, crazy. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. That's a cultural yeah. cultural phenomenon. 
it's the follower thing, right? I guess. Yeah, which everybody kind of turned into now. That's why I don't. I kind of hate Instagram in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's like an efficient space for artists, really. That's all no. we have. Like. <laughs> right now, yeah. I mean, oh fuck. Well, Instagram. It's a big. It's a big deal because it's. It is like. For all the artists I, I ever talked to, we need it and we hate it. Like, so it's kind of a, it's like a bad relationship in a way, kind of toxic. Yeah. Well, it's the weird thing is like everybody is there. So it's like you're mixing art with like sport figures with like, yeah. like mo models. Everybody, like everybody's there. I used to use like, um, it was sort of pre-Tumblr, this uh, site called Flickr. And that was yeah, like separated, and you could be in different. You could be in different groups, and if you were interested in a subject, you'd kind of go down a hole. It was more like research in a way, like because you'd be kind of going from one artist to another artist, and you get you had more time to spend with like the artist's work. You were more they had like a page, and yeah. Instagram you technically have a page, but I don't know. It's like it's not the same. Mm, it's, a no. little, it's a little. It's a little much. Yeah, but then again, you know, Instagram allowed a lot of people to really make that jump and do like make a living out of their stuff i guess yeah. so yeah it's kind of a monster but also necessary i guess yeah but it's also what people make it because everybody's on there so it's like it is what everybody's making it into yeah that's totally true that's totally true too it's like a giant communal project I yeah guess. Yeah, yeah, we have to fill it up with good stuff, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I do, do my yeah. best. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean. Sometimes. I think <laughs> I think once you once you kind of realize that it is really about community and not just like you being like, oh, look at me, look at I did a drawing, <laughs> but you really try to sort of engage and look at the people who are there and spend time with them and talk to them. Then yeah. that, that's when it becomes fun for me, anyways. Is when. When it doesn't matter actually how many followers I have, because I talk to the ones that are there, like if it's three people or 20,000, it doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know how, I forget how many, I have like 40,000 followers. Like, they're not all real people. You know? No, no. Like, <laughs> some of them are robots. Some of them were real people who are dead. You know, like, it's, it's oh, strange. Yeah, that's scary. But yeah, it's the same thing. There's like a core group of people who will always like people hit me up to buy things, or it's like a lot of the same people kind of yeah. purchasing work. Or, there's real people in there, so yeah, it's good for connection. And yeah, talking to other artists is great. You get into some good conversations and like definitely. DM, so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also really important to actually get out and do things, though. Like, do go to art galleries, yeah. go to conventions and things. Like, I do a lot of these book fairs, mm -hmm. and that's way more fulfilling. You know. Um, just actually meeting people face to face. People, a lot of times, people who don't know, who aren't familiar with your work, and they can like flip through books or prints, and then you can get in a conversation about your work, like right then yeah. and there. And it's, you get yeah. the most that you get real pure reaction um, to your work in that environment. Definitely, yeah, that's really true. But I mean, I think a lot of a lot of artists are just like so introvert that they just don't like. I mean, I I know it from myself. I go to the to these like art fairs or whatever sometimes with my stuff, and I have this little table set up and. I always kind of dread it because I have to sit there for like eight hours and be, you know, there. And it's not really my thing. But I know that every time I do it, it's good. But I'm not really, I don't really like it, to be honest. I kind of love it. Uh, I'll, I'll get like a, I'll get my beer. I'll get like a 12 pack of beer. And I'll just hang out. Okay. And I'll just like, I'll just, I'll just drink and I'll just, I also like, there's nothing 
It never occurred to me that I could just get high or drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get fucked up. It's like you're, yeah. I, I treat it as like, this is kind of a vacation. I, I ate some mushrooms. I don't eat mushrooms all the time, but I had some at uh, <laughs> this convention in Portland, Oregon called Gross Encounters. Uh-huh. And I randomly ate a small amount of mushrooms. And I like was walking around. And like right when they hit, I was like staring at this skateboard at this dude's table. Yeah. He had hand-painted. And I like caught myself. I'm like, I've been staring at this skateboard without saying anything, like really close for like, 15 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, this dude thinks I'm a total fucking freak right now because I'm just creeping at his fucking skateboard, just staring at it real close for like 15 <laughs> minutes straight, not saying shit. So it was enjoyable. Well, yeah, I mean, you gotta have fun. Yeah, and you can say whatever you want to people. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> You don't have to yeah. like you have to be professional. You know, you're not gonna get fired because you're you're boss right. in that scenario. So yeah. I'm like I could say I make whatever joke. I love to make like just joke around with people and say whatever pops into my head. And sometimes you're gonna freak people out, and sometimes you're gonna make them laugh, and they'll come and like check out your stuff. But, uh, yeah, but I guess I mean that's kind of an important thing because that's all about like being yourself. And when you're being yourself, it's not so so draining to be around other people, right? Because you're actually just like you. I yeah. guess and you, and you owe it to the people around you like you are I mean you're making artwork but like you you're an artist so like your whole life everything you do should be part of your artwork so how you're interacting with people like what you're doing that's technically art because you're that's your interpretation of how you should stand behind a table or this is your interpretation of how you should eat a sandwich like I don't know this is just yeah. how you're doing it that's an extension like you're communicating with people at an art fair is just as much your artwork as the drawings you did in the book on the table. Yeah, you're so fucking right. That's really. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it that way next time. <laughs> the fun way. Yeah, just, just say what the fuck you want. Like, there's no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why the fuck it's taking me so long to just do that. Um, yeah. yeah you, you owe it to the world. So okay. Um, let me see. What about blocks? Did you ever like have like a rut or blocks, and when you sort of after got, getting like really now I'm going to do this I'm going to go that way did you ever find yourself kind of blocked I don't I like keep a notebook constantly I've kept a notebook forever so I have yeah. a book of I'll keep like a, a composition book or a little moleskin or something but with me at all times and if I have an idea I'll thumbnail it or I'll just write it down and I'll just write things down as I think of them so if I'm ever not sure what direction to go in I'll just flip through my notebook mm-hmm. and kind of look at things so like coming up with ideas isn't really an issue occasionally i'll approach something in a style like i'm not too happy with or i'm unsure of yeah. but i always finish the piece because i've done whole series of drawings and i'll look at them and be like this series is terrible i hate this shit and then i'll look at it, i'll put it in a drawer i'll come back to it six months later i'll be like this is fucking great what was i talking about yeah sometimes you're just not ready like you're not there yet you know, mm-hmm. you're like you're kind of you're like, like ahead to, of yourself. Yeah, like I like to think I like to just I don't even think too much about what I'm doing. Like it all means something, but that's not for me to figure out at that moment. There's pieces I'll make where I'm like I want to address this, and I'll make a specific piece about that. A lot of it is I just let it come out, and then I'll look at it later. I'll be like, well, this is about this. Like I I know what I was doing. This I think it's a lot of it's in your subconscious. Like yeah. if you're an artist and you're using certain subject matter, certain expressions on a face or something characters interacting in a certain way you don't have to know what it means in immediately mm-hmm. just i think the important part is just get it out there yeah and that's a, that's a that's um well that takes me to my next question is like when you do have that feeling that 
you're sitting there, you're drawing, and your fucking inner hater goes like, this sucks, you suck, why are you doing this, nobody cares, it doesn't matter. If you have that, I mean, <laughs> how, do you, how do you get over that, or how do you sort of battle that self-sabotaging behavior, if you have it? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely days where I'm like, it's, it's a struggle to work, it's a struggle to sit down and pay attention. So mm -hmm. I'll be like, all right, well, let me put an hour into this. Let me just give it an hour. Sometimes by the end of the hour, like I'm in a groove and I'm good, and I might can yeah. finish the painting. Um, if it's an hour and I still feel like that, I'm like, all right, it's not the day. Go outside. Go go take a walk. Go to the bar. Yeah. Make yourself some soup. We do something else. Yeah. Like just forcing yourself to do it isn't. It should be enjoyable. And if you're forcing yourself to do it, it's not going to come out right. It was, I've definitely battled with paintings before, but only if I knew I could fix it. You know, like, I'll take it in a different direction. I'll be like, all right, this is fucked up. Let me take a step back. Let me eat some peanuts and come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean. And sometimes you need distance from your work, too. Like, if you're, if you're all up in it and it doesn't feel right, you need to step back. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's about knowing when you need to step back, when you... So I, I feel that, like, maybe every... I, I work every day. I don't know, do you work every day on your stuff? I pretty much work every day. Some days I'll tell myself, I'm like, you're not, you're not doing anything today. You need, like a, <laughs> you need to take a, you need to take a yeah. break. Yeah, yeah. And are you able to take a break then, or do Because yeah, I'll, I'll tell myself, like, you're not working Sunday, and then I'm just, like, totally working work. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's important... Like I was, it's important to live your life too, because I mean, you're right. you're as an artist, you're like a prism. You're a reflection of your environment. You're a reflection of culture. You're not going to say anything important if you're not. You can't just look at Instagram all day and get your view of the world from the internet, your phone. You need to go out in the world. You need to see shit. So yeah. it's just as important to live your life and like have friendship, have conversations with people, have experiences, because that's you're putting those things into your work, or else your work isn't you. You're looking. You're getting your worldview from your phone that's curated you know what i mean you're looking at mm -hmm. news sites you're looking at instagram like that's curated by an algorithm or whatever um that's not your life like your life is outside like you have to go yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean that's some, so fucking beautiful yeah yeah definitely no but you need like you need experiences to create something the book I'm working on right now is about like experiences that I've had out in my real life, like not sitting on my ass and drawing because you can't really write a book about that. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like try talking to someone who's not an artist about your art making process and see how far it goes. You know, <laughs> like you can <laughs> yeah. talk to, you talk to another painter, illustrator and be like, Oh, I, you know, I use this, that, and that like technical stuff, yeah. whatever. But like you try to explain that to like, like if I was going to tell my, my mom about my painting process, she's going to be like bored in tears. You know, like it's not, making the artwork isn't exciting. So you have to put exciting things into the artwork. Yeah, definitely. And so um, do, do you have any routines or stuff that you do that that you feel kind of helps with your creative flow? Or Yeah, I mean, at this point I have to be extremely disciplined because like now I'm relying completely on myself to like you know for my income and just i'm a response i'm completely responsible for myself so i have to yeah. i have a pretty strict routine um so yeah i'll get up like i'll set an alarm i usually get up like eight o'clock i'll like take my shower eat my bran flakes and mm -hmm. uh 
and I'll just like I'll start before I put my shoes on. I'll usually like start some sort of painting or drawing, like sketching things out. But yeah, it's important to stick to a routine. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I'm kind of the same coffee and then just sit down and draw. I don't know. For me, the the early hours or not maybe not the early, but the first hours after I get up anyways are kind of the productive ones. And then later on, I can sort of get high or do whatever I want. I guess after, after I've put like three hours in or something. How is your experience with drugs or alcohol or whatever and, and working or making art? Um, I mean, I just... Yeah, I used to drink way too much. I still drink, but I'm not out of control mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, all the time. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I never like got smoked weed too much. Actually, now that I'm older, it's around more, and like I'll just I'll smoke it if people have it. I actually, yeah. got, my friends like uh, in Philly, I was like working on with him on some t-shirt designs, and uh, he's nuts. His studio is attached to, like this these glass blowers. These guys who make like pipes and stuff. It's like this big workshop, and these dudes would like. To, like they'd be in there sitting they have a living room area in the studio and these guys would be like doing dab after dab like getting like getting wrecked and then they would sit yeah. down and like just play with fire and like blow glass i'm like how the fuck are you guys doing this shit oh, what? And, like, I, wouldn't do the, I wouldn't do the dabs or anything but they had like a blunt one day and i was like oh, i'll take a couple hits of this thing mm -hmm. and i took like two hits and i was like painting and all of a sudden i was like man i fucked up like i can't even feel my hand right now i'm like looking at my phone my phone was like on the arm of the couch like five feet away and i was like how do i get my phone right now I like i couldn't figure out how to live i had to get up and go to the bathroom and i was like oh, oh no funny oh, shit I'm yeah like, you know, oh, i'm wrecked I right now yeah. yeah i can't i can't smoke and work like no because i don't smoke that much so i get like real fucked up but it's it's yeah. interesting though But now I want to know, like, if you have any sort of dreams or ambitions, like, because you said a big sculpture. I always wanted to make, like, a huge sculpture, like, in a city somewhere. Do you have any kind of anything, like, bucket list things you need to be doing creatively? Yeah, well, I guess I'm kind of, with the bigger pieces, I'm going to start working on. That's something I've been thinking about for a long time. So, with those, that's, I guess that's sort of, like, a bucket list thing. So, like, make these big figures what I'm going to do with them, I'm not sure, but, but uh, <laughs> the important thing is to make them first. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, like a public sculpt. I mean, I never really work with sculpture. I've done like mural work and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but that's a good question. Like a wild project. If I had unlimited resources, what would I do with them? Yeah. But I really don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> that's okay too. I mean, I, it, I just came much. up with it. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. It's a lot to think about. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I had a I had this like I wanted to do a like a big ass wall, so I did that, and then I wanted to do this graphic novel I'm doing now. And after that, I actually don't know. Well, then I I have to do more books, I guess. I got super into it. Did you write stories? I did some comic work because like a lot of the stuff like earlier when I was doing the uh, zines and everything, I was kind mm -hmm. of involved. A lot of them were like there was like small press comic events, so I was doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I was like, I felt I was like, oh well, if I'm gonna do these comic things. I gotta do comics. I'm not yes. that good at doing comics, so I started doing more like abstract. I was more interested, in, not so interested in the story, but more how the pages laid out. Like breaking things into panels is very interesting to me. So I kind of started doing more like abstract and like strange things without a story. Mm -hmm. I'd make up a story, like oh, this is definitely about this, but I don't know that it actually was. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting because right now when I'm doing it, I'm thinking that the, the cool thing about it is that I get to like use my 
creative skills on so many levels because I have to make the story work and I have to make the drawings work and everything has to sort of work together. And so it's like really fucking challenging and it's a lot of pages. So it's, yeah, but I mean, it took me many, many years to do it because I was like, I can't draw the same thing over and over again. And then I just, I I just allow myself that the character can just look whatever. It doesn't matter. It can look however it wants. (laughs) So yeah, That's just how I got out of that, yeah. Yeah, comic stuff dro- drove me a little nuts. Like, anything being that planned out, because I work really fast. Like, if I have an idea, like, I have to get it out and finish it, like, immediately, or it's mm-hmm. not going to get done. Like, I can't sit around and, like, work on one thing too much, or it'll drive me nuts. Yeah. I have too many, my ideas change. Like, my ideas are changing constantly. So if, I'm, if I write an idea down, I don't do it within, like, a week or two, like, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, I'm part. totally the same. It's it's, it's weird. That's good. I mean, it's like just that's you being in tune to like what it's you changing your perception of everything consistently, which is good. Yeah. I think as an artist or a person, like cause that's growth. You know, like you're growing, you're progressing, you're moving somewhere. You're not yeah. working with the same ideas. But that's, I mean, that's how the world works too. It's everything's just consistently changing. There's no you can't. You have to change with it or you just be angry. Yeah, and just do it like, yeah, as fast as you can, right? I mean, that, I always have this like onto the next, onto the next thing. I'm kind of, yeah, really shit at sticking to something for a long time. Yeah, keep moving. Uh, I think that's a, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, so did you, did you get any questions from, uh, from your people? Oh, yeah, I put up the, um, my little Instagram sticker the other day. I actually yeah. wrote down. I actually have my notebook. I'm prepared. I wrote oh, down cool. uh, <laughs> kind of like the general. I got. I mean, I got a lot of messages. A lot of them were very similar. There was kind of mm-hmm. themes. A lot of them I kind of got. There was like four things I noticed. The first one was people not being motivated to work. Yeah. One was people not having time to work. Like trying to balance a career and their artwork, like, like their job and their artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other one was people starting things and halfway through they're like, "This sucks." we kind of talked about earlier yeah and then um another one was people making work making work they want to make and having it be poorly received ah uh, yeah that was like the four main things mm-hmm. that we got it's pretty interesting and a lot of that is yeah, and a lot of it's based on sort of instagram's perception of perception of things which i guess is Mm, yeah. You can't really go by how many likes you're going to get. You don't know, especially I guess now Instagram is like the way it's set up is not everybody's seeing yeah, what you're I posting. Mean, ugh, I don't even look at likes anymore because what's yeah. what's the use? I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So the way I kind of view it is like, I'm just going to do it. If you see it, you see it. If you like it, you like it. But uh, I'm just, it's happening. So yeah, I'm, I'm so with you. I'm like, I'm really like, yeah. produce the thing, put it out there for the world to see it if they want to look at it and move the fuck on. Like, yeah, yeah, don't look back. <laughs> Just yeah, keep well, that going. Should be, also should be like the least important. Like if you're making artwork and you should be making it primarily for yourself to make yourself happy. You're like, you're, yeah. you're trying to please people. Like, that's not a good idea. That's not, <laughs> if you want to please no. people, like get a different job, you know, like, uh, I mean, definitely. And I think, like but I think a lot masseuse. of, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, can we have more masseuses? <laughs> Be a masseuse if you want to please people. Like you should, you should kind of want to piss people off a little bit if you're an artist. Yeah. 
I think so. But I think a lot of people also, because they want to make a living, because for them making a living of their art means that they have made it, right? That's kind of what society tells us, which is total yeah. bullshit, obviously. But And so I think a lot of people get stuck with their with their style and with chasing the likes because they jumped like maybe a little bit too soon and now they have their artworks have to sort of pay the rent and everything. And yeah. But then, I mean, if you're not being true, if you get yourself in that predicament, you're making work, you can make work you want and you just don't make the work you want because you saw somebody react to this thing. This thing sells really well. And if you're not, if you like that, that's good. But if you're, doing it if you're compromising your vision and making things because you know people like it you're going to be miserable and then you're stuck and then you got to make that for like the rest of your life yeah and then it's like you might as well have and you're stuck in like an office job kind of situation where you're like oh, oh i yeah. don't like this but i can't i can't i can't yeah so you have to have the so courage you, to really ex like again listen to yourself right i guess and just yeah. not yeah and i make cool. like weird shit Right, like when I make weird T-shirts, and like sometimes I'll make a shirt, and I'll be like, "Oh, nobody's buying this. This is too weird." And then I'll have it, you know, I'll like have it in stock, and then all of a sudden, like six months later, like, "Wait, people are buying this shirt now." Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's, if it'll find the right people, like you make whatever you want. Like, there's yeah. freaks out there, you know. Like, there's people yeah. that think the same as you. You just have to find them, and they're out there. Yeah, it, and it's funny. I, I I do the same with the ceramic pieces I'm doing. Sometimes I get all like, oh, I'm just going to make eyeballs on legs. And it's going to be amazing. And then nobody cares. Everybody's like, okay, whatever. And then, yeah, all of a sudden I sell like 10 eyeballs on legs or whatever. It's, and you never know like if it's going to happen or not, but you gotta, you gotta really be unattached, I think, to what happens to your work once you've done with it. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. You as something that's going to make you really happy, makes you happy because you are, you've lived your whole life and you've experienced things in a certain way, and this thing makes you happy because of this. And nobody else has that experience or viewpoint. So, of yeah. course, it's not going to make... The thing that makes you the most happy is only going to make you the most happy. Yeah, yeah. It's, impo it's impossible, you know what I mean? Like, these yeah. other people aren't you. So, work you do, it's more like you kind of taking different viewpoints and, like, putting them together in a certain way will appeal to people more. Mm -hmm. But if you're making something very personal and specific, and you're like, this fucking rules, this is the best thing I ever did, a lot of times nobody else feels that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. It's funny that it is yeah. like that. The most of the time, yeah, this the, the artwork I'm most proud of, and I think it's like the best and stuff, people are like, meh. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, okay, so what about the time thing that people have a problem with? Um, did you, you said you worked at a bar while you were still drawing and stuff, but I would work, I worked, I would balance things pretty well. Like I was still painting a lot, but I would work at a bar. So I'd bartend like four days a week. I would paint, but also like I was, sometimes I wouldn't leave the bar, you know, cause you're like, you get off your shift and you're just like, you know, everybody you work at, it's a small town. Mm -hmm. So you like end up, you're like, oh, I'll have a beer and you never have a <laughs> beer, you know, cause you're like the bar, you're the bartender. So once you're on the other side of the bar, everyone's like, oh, you're done. Yeah, I'll get you a beer or you get you a yeah. shot. Like you, yeah. don't, you can't get out of the bar. You get kind of stuck there. <laughs> but this is fine. This is nice. It's fun. Like you, you have good conversations with people. Like you're having a mm -hmm. good time. But it's not good for artwork. <laughs> for artwork. Yeah. Um, so part of the reason I'm kind of in the middle of nowhere in Texas. Like my friend has like 13 acres out here, and he has like his house and like some sheds and garages. 
and uh, I've kind of set up in one of the sheds and I'm like, I'm out here, you know? So nobody's, nobody's mm-hmm. calling me up to like go grab a beer really. Yeah. Um, so I'm like very focused. I'm like putting a lot of time into my work out here. Yeah. Um, but I like had to, it wasn't easy. It took me a long time to like figure the logistics of everything out and like kind mm-hmm. of feeling it out and seeing what my options were, being able to yeah. let go of all my stuff. And um, so I think, yeah, the time thing, but something that everybody can do that obviously that's the thing right they can't um i used to when i used to have the full-time job of four four days a week i would just draw i mean what then i'm i'm kind of i am like a nerd you know i just draw all the time basically and so i would just draw whenever i wasn't at work like weekends and evenings and mornings <laughs> and just steal time a little bit away too from work and doing that so yeah, I guess also, I guess it is it is about discipline and it's about some in some way kind of really wanting it I guess yeah well, wanting the time to, is there yeah it's like think about how easy life is now compared to I mean look at paintings people used to make like Renaissance paintings or something how detailed intricate those paintings are how long mm-hmm. those paintings must have took and also those like that lifestyle like you you're not going to go to the supermarket you're not going to like go on your phone on Amazon and get your Q-tips delivered to your house. You know what I mean? Like there's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you're like, there's so many shortcuts to life. Like life is easier now to yeah. live than it ever has been before. And like, you have to spend such little time doing like, you're not farming, you know, you're not like, yeah. you don't have to feed your cows, like you don't have to <laughs> yeah. make your clothes. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> like you just, you gotta go, you, yeah. you can go to your shitty job and then you have all this extra time. But you have to like be aware of like, well, how long am I, have I been scrolling through Instagram? Like, mm-hmm, definitely, uh, how, yeah. How long have I been swiping around on Tinder? Like you, mm-hmm. there's like things you're doing that you don't realize you're doing because you're yeah. just, it's just you have the portal to the universe in your pocket. You have your phone, like yeah, you get distracted. Yeah, def- yeah, and you can you can put like a time limit on Instagram. It's not really, it's not going to shut down the app, but at least it kind of says like, oh, you use 40 minutes now on Instagram. And I, I used to have that on, and sometimes the 40 minutes would be gone, like before I got out of bed, right? <laughs> so yeah. there, there is time just disappearing. Yeah, I mean, you just have to want it. Like, also, I don't know, you're not, you don't have to sleep that much. We sleep. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, no, you don't have to sleep that much. Yeah, like, you, you just have to find your motivation. And I think part of that is, like, doing work that's really making you fulfilled, which, would, yeah. in part, we, like, don't pay attention to Instagram or likes or things like that. I feel like that bums people out when they're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, nobody's liking this. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, do you like it? Does it make yeah. you happy to do it? Then just keep doing it. And like, exactly. whatever. And, then, and you have a job. Like, your problem is, oh, I have a job, so I can't. I have enough time to work on my artwork. It's like, you can make the time. And also your job is going to make you able to, like, buy paint, buy paper, buy canvases. Yeah. This job is facilitating you to be creative. You just have to be disciplined in the time. Mm-hmm. But and then the thing is that how do how do people find that motivation if they don't have it? I think I was born with it. I've always had that drive, and also I think it's it's coming from a place of like I don't feel like I'm worth anything if I'm not creating anything. So for me, it's like it's good and bad, and so I just don't know exactly how to how how for people to find motiv- motivation if they don't like have it inside of them already. I think as long as you're working, I mean, if you feel the need to be creative and you're having, you're struggling with like the drive, I would like change your approach. Maybe change what you're working on. Like if you're, 
mm-hmm. painting, maybe try drawing. I, like, I think you just have to yeah. find what you're really going to be like, all right, I have to do this. So maybe it's like, yes. maybe you're painting, maybe try sculpting, or maybe try yeah, do something. Yeah, do a different know. thing. Def- no, but definitely, that's a, such a huge thing. I think yeah. to just do something fun, and that's another thing. I think you have to fucking have fun because if you're sitting down and you're doing something that you don't actually think is fun, then of course you're not going to want to spend time doing it. Then you have to make it more fun than Netflix or Tinder or Instagram. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you and if you're a career, you feel you need to be creative and you're drawing and you're like, I can't get motivated drawing like. I don't know, bake a cake. Like I feel yeah. like that's a, like maybe you always like, bake find, a cake. <laughs> find your outlet. Or maybe you're like yeah. maybe you can make some wild ass cakes. Yeah. Like, you know, like you want to be creative. Maybe you're just doing it. You're doing the wrong media. Like mm-hmm. you change your medium. Maybe you find yeah, something or, that's or, intriguing. Yeah, or clean up your workspace is always a thing I do. I'm always like, if I'm sitting, like, oh fuck this. I look around. I'm like, yeah, well. It's full of dirty plates and like nothing is inspiring. And so go out, buy some flowers and like wipe your desk and shit. You know, I think it works too. So sort of that, that self-love of just being kind to yourself and buying yourself a hot chocolate or whatever and going for a walk, first of all, and then, you know, sitting down and doing your work. Yeah. It might come down to pressure too. Like people... They're like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. Like you're putting an unnecessary pressure on yourself. And if you have like an existing job, like your artwork should be enjoyable. And it shouldn't be like, feel like another job. You, know? so you have to figure out how to do that and make it feel nice. But like you're saying, yeah, yeah. clean up your area, get some flowers. Yeah. Yeah, and just sort of change up the energy a little bit. Even take a shower, go 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 outside. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's funny. I had one of the, on my sticker thing. I had a question. Uh, somebody asking if it's okay to float around different art forms or crafts or just stick to one thing. And I thought it's so interesting that they ask if it's okay, because you know you can be artistic in everything you do. Like you say, bake a cake and do it like as artistically as you can, right? It's just funny that that we're living in a society where people don't feel like they have permission to be artistic in, in different areas. It's like, of course, go, go wild and play the saxophone and paint with your feet or whatever the fuck you want to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever you feel compelled to do. It's kind of, what I was saying earlier, like being behind a table, like you're an artist. So that's part of you being an artist is whatever you're doing. And you should have a creative approach to whatever you do. So if you're like, I'm making a cake, be like, I want to make some wild ass fucking cake. Like, how can I make this cake weird? Yeah. But still tastes good, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's that, it's that approach. It's like a, it's all of your life. It's everything you do, not just your work, but just the, the whole sort of way of approaching life, I guess. I don't have it down. I have to say all the time. I make I make really boring sandwiches sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, the food I make for myself is like so. It's so simple. Like I'm, I eat like peanut butter sandwiches and like hummus all day. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't make. I'll make dinner. I'll make dinner for somebody. That's, yeah, that's always you know, like, better. I mean, I can cook, but for myself, I'm like, why am I gonna cook for myself? Like it's gonna waste time. Yeah. There's another corner you cut if you're like I don't have enough time. Like just 
eat peanut butter sandwiches instead of <laughs> instead of real. Yeah, food. definitely. Yeah, you can eat beans straight out of the can, and it's actually okay. It's it's yeah. not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, I've been eating like that now since I'm working so much. Like I'll, I'll just it's good to take a break too. Good to step away yeah. from whatever you're working on. Stretch a little bit, and I'll eat yeah. like fruit. I'll eat like a banana. Go back to work. Eat a bunch of blueberries. Go back to work. Um, feel like a little, little snack all day. Yeah, that's good. That's that healthy. Like I think it really is healthy. The way I'm doing it now, my routine is getting up like at the crack of dawn because that's just when I wake up, and, and then working, and then walking. Like I walk three, four hours a day here, and. Yeah. yeah, and you don't even get made fun of for being healthy anymore. <laughs> no, it's like, crazy. <laughs> people used to talk shit on you. You'd be like, you're eating fruit, you know? Like, now people are healthy. Yeah. People exercise. Like, it's the whole culture thing. So it's fine. Yeah. Nobody's going to yeah. talk shit on you for eating vegetables anymore. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> cool. All right, well, I think... Do you have anything else you want to say? Something important that we missed? I just said eat your vegetables. So, I like, what else could be more important? Right. <laughs> yeah. Get, like get exercise, solid, fresh that's air. That's a solid way to. Yeah. I mean, what other way would you end it than telling, telling people to eat their vegetables? <laughs> I'm going to put like, that in the show notes. <laughs> that's like the best advice that I have. That's perfect. Well, so just thank you so much for, for doing this. It's been a really nice conversation with you. And. Yeah, I can't wait to share it with people. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was really great. Really nice to talk to you. Cool. So do you want to just uh, tell people where to find you? Yeah. All right. My Instagram name is M-A-T-T dot C-R-A-B-E because I got kicked off Instagram like four times. So I have oh. to have a dot in the middle of my name. Okay. Back when you couldn't have dirty pictures. And that's about it. I, that's pretty much my online presence. And then I'm just right. bopping around the United States doing my thing you can see cool. me out there on the road somewhere but instagram i'll put where i'm at and what projects i'm working on amazing all yeah. right well so have a really nice productive day and i'll talk to you thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of shadow work podcast you can find info about the artist i interview in the show notes below if you want to know more about me you can find me at matt makes stuff on instagram and facebook and if you want to follow the podcast for updates and stories and inspirational quotes from other artists, we're at Shadow Work Podcast on Instagram and Facebook too. I really hope you were inspired by this episode. And if you know anyone else who might need to hear this conversation, please share it with them. And feel free to leave us a five-star review. It really helps other people find the podcast.
Thank you.